Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And there's a little thing that happened tonight. I don't know if you were watching. Uh, Arizona men's basketball are the Pac-12 champions. We don't want UCLA fans getting mad. They're the Pac-12 a tournament. Pac-12 tournament champions. You say tournament, I say tournament. Hmm. Tournament versus tournament. I believe my pronunciation is correct. As usual, wives win. Let's go. <laughs> Just warning you, we got White Claw Shell in the Woo! building today. <laughs> We've had a long day. We've had a very long day. And Arizona almost gave me a heart attack, just like all Arizona fans everywhere. Oh, my God. You know, it's great because you'd, you would think Arizona fans are just used to it at this point. I mean, it's Arizona basketball. This is what it is. This is what happens every time. You get lulled into a sense of surely it will be a double-digit game like Jason predicted last night. 17 lead changes. Arizona won 61 to 59. I said Arizona won by five. They won by two. That's. I mean, it really honestly could have gone to overtime. It was so stressful. Um, I didn't throw any furniture tonight. Uh, Jason was intensely quiet to the point where after the game... He was sitting with his head in his hands to get his adrenaline down because we just were just elated. So, uh, what a game. Just one for the history books in a very long line of amazing Arizona basketball games. Yeah, word up. We're excited. So, um, clearly, what was the difference in the game tonight? Yeah, I I just think that... You know, obviously, from a UCLA perspective, they're going to tell you the difference in the game was the injuries and the fouls and all that. To me, the difference in the game was twofold. When you play UCLA, like, we're a broken record. We say two things. You need to be able to defensive rebound, and you need to be able to take care of the ball. In the second half, Arizona out-rebounded UCLA 22-12, to and they finished the game with the same amount of offensive rebounds. They finished with 12 turnovers, which against UCLA is really good. Um, and those 12 turnovers only led to 11 points, and that's your game. That's really it. No, UCLA is a really, really good team. They are very good at what they do. But when you have a team like Arizona and you play UCLA even on the glass or you don't let them dominate the glass and you take care of the ball, you're going to have a very good chance of winning. And really, also, the difference was, you know, it it, clutch plays. Like, a little rant here, Shell, but... I always get upset when people tell guys to, like, stop shooting. I, I think it's stupid. Shooters shoot. And Cody Ramey led the conference in three-point shooting. He was 0 for 4. He took the shot at the end like he was 4 for 4. And he made that shot, right? And he deserves credit because shooters shoot. It is really hard to tell a guy not to shoot very much, right? Um and, and he, the, the guards were not good tonight, you know, but they came up big when they needed to. And, and also shout out Courtney Ramey for having 17 points. But I'm sorry, 17 points. Seven rebounds. I was looking at something else. Seven rebounds in this game, uh, which is quite a bit. And, and so also you have to credit, you know, like I mentioned, you got to credit Arizona's defense. Like, yeah, I mean, Adembona is not a big scorer. That's that's like he doesn't have a, a major impact offensively. It's defensively. Look, Kenneth Nwuba, uh is a very good defensive player in the post, but he fouled out. Mac Etienne, seven boards, fouled out. 
Um, and, and so fouling out the bigs was, was a big deal. But, I mean, like Tiger Campbell, 5 of 14 from the field for 16 points. It took him 14 shots to get 16 points. That's not efficient. Jaime Jaquez, people tell me he's the player of the year in the conference, 18 shots to get 13 points. Like, that's, it's really hard to win when your two best players are doing that. And, look, Arizona had a similar issue with Azulis. He took 17 shots to get 19 points. He got 14 boards on top of that. But it was it was an ugly game. And I think, no, I know, Shelby, I know. We need to get rid of this narrative that has been created by some Arizona fans and dumbasses like Doug Gottlieb, Ugh. who tweeted with time left to go in the game, UCLA is tough and Arizona is not. Arizona has beaten UCLA twice. Una dos. Arizona beat San Diego State. Arizona beat Tennessee. Arizona beat Big East Creighton. Arizona beat Indiana. Stop with the false narrative that Arizona isn't tough. They have won high-scoring games. They have won low-scoring games. Tonight, they beat UCLA at their game. At McHale, they beat UCLA at their game. Tennessee beat them at their game. So this whole Arizona's not tough or physical, it's stupid. It's inaccurate, and it makes no sense when Arizona keeps beating these unbelievable tough teams. Yeah, it's called something that I have talked about several times. Over this season, it's called True Grit. It's my favorite term. Good it's movie, something, too. It's a great movie, but in leadership in particular, you have to have someone on your team that has the ability to like pick everybody up, and sometimes it's everyone has a little bit of it. And it's refreshing to have a team and to have, us, have the team in a position where you can trust. Like They're going to go down to the mattresses and if they win or lose, they went down to the mattresses. Now, we have seen Arizona this season, had some the couple of the losses they had where it kind of felt like they just kind of weren't in it. They have really, getting close to the tournament time, turned that attitude around, and that is only a benefit to them going into the tournament, facing all these different styles. They are really well-rounded as far as the teams they face and won this year. And very few people, very few teams in – the NCAA total can say that, that they have faced that diversity and won. So it's really impressive what Tommy Lloyd has done, obviously, again. And, you know, UCLA really impressed me tonight, though. Like, as far as just... They're really good. They're I mean, really I'm not... Good. I know I know UCLA fans hate me, and I egg them on a little bit. And he was very complimentary But I have never, I've never taken away from the fact that UCLA is a very... Very good basketball game. I've said it after the Arizona loss, and I'll say it again tonight. I said, you can't watch Purdue and tell me Purdue's better than Arizona and UCLA. No. The reality of the situation, everybody, and I know there's UCLA fans and whatever, is that Arizona and UCLA should both be one seats. Seriously, that's how I feel. I think they're both good enough to be one seats. You just happen to play in the same conference, and they're just that good. If Arizona and UCLA were in the Big 12, they'd both be one seats. They definitely deserve all the, the credit and it, it's hard because you always want to say someone's better it's always just the nature of competition and we're going to find out how both these teams perform obviously UCLA is at a little bit of a deficit without you know people being available to play we'll find out if they do but um but, I actually was really impressed with them tonight and we talk about UCLA's injuries but like Umar Balo had a rap on his other hand that we don't know about like we have no idea what the injury is 
Right. So he had a rap that he didn't have the other night. So he's a little banged up. Kirk Risa clearly is not the same right now. Clearly injured. Uh, this time of year, Tommy Lloyd said it perfectly, everyone is injured. Tommy made a good point. I've never thought about this, about having a day off in the middle of the Pac-12 tournament. That's So it would be the equivalent of like having playing a game yesterday, having tonight off, and doing the championship on Sunday. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's how we do Disneyland. <laughs> because he, I mean, he mentioned like the NBA, like these are superior athletes in the NBA. And they still and they don't, off. And they don't play three games in a row. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, so we'll find out. And UCLA fans who are pissed at Jason, also, you one know, other, calm down. One other thing at the difference of the game, David Singleton was an animal last meeting. I think top of my head, um, 17 points, I think. Uh, he took three shots. Didn't score. I mean, the the defensive effort on both sides was insanity. Just tonight, both sides like the most defensive game I've ever seen. Maybe like especially, wasn't it? Dude, two the first to, two ten to minutes. Two, the first ten minutes was, was like crazy. The first ten minutes was one of the worst basketball games. But then you realize that you're watching defense. High level defense. Just just kudos. Amazing. Anyway, um, you do disagree with Tommy on something, but there's a reason. That he's the head coach. Discuss some of his <laughs> decisions yes. late in the game. I, I have to say, and I'm giving him credit while saying I disagreed at the time. I am very surprised that he ended the game with two bigs. I thought when UCLA's bigs fouled out and they went small, that Tommy would go with Pella at the four. Um, and he, he didn't. He said, look, Umar, Zhu, you're going to get this done. Like, I, I believe in this. And... It worked, and I was very surprised, really. And, and I even tweeted at the time, got to take Umar out. He didn't do it. Um, and, and credit to Umar for being able to to do that. And, you know, I think one thing Tommy doesn't get enough credit for is he believes in these guys. Like, he loves his players. You saw it after the game, Shelby. We're watching Pac-12, and and he starts crying talking about Umar. Yeah. Like just so like and, and he and he took a minute before he went on stage and, and he was tearing up. Like the dude cares about his players. And you know, you're not gonna agree with every decision. Like I didn't agree at the time and clearly it worked. Um and uh, and look, he played he played a demo ball two minutes in this game, and he played Henry Vesar three minutes. And neither guy really did anything, but in this type of game you're like, oh, man, and I don't even know if I agreed with that at the time. But it works. And and a lot of the things that he does and the adjustments that he makes works. And Arizona literally has a guy that is the best coach of all time in the first two seasons. Like, that that's something, I mean. It's really special. Shelby's uh, fighting people on Twitter as we do this. I am. Time. I might be. Shelby's you know, stuck I got some UCLA fans who are, are – Mad because allegedly uh, an Arizona fan assaulted. Now it's turned in from verbally assaulting yeah, to assaulting and look, I don't know. Mick Cronin's dad. And nobody should do that. Yeah, like I said But too, like, like this dude on Twitter is acting like I and Jason are somehow answering for our Arizona fandom everywhere. So my reply was, where was UCLA fandom when Etienne spit on our fans yeah. last year? Like, I'm not playing about aboutism with any UCLA fans. So don't come at me or Jason right now because we you guys are. lost – the game. We're very clear when we say this. It's an awful act. If if there was an yeah. altercation, that it that doesn't that shouldn't represent the fan base. If there's charges to be filed, then go for it and file them. But like, that's awesome. Okay, let's move on. Let's anyway, move on. sorry. Um, so there's a lot of shout-outs to be had. Who who do you want to start with? Uh, to me, you know, I we'll talk about Zoo and Umar, but 
I thought that Pella was Pella? absolutely fantastic. Pella, Pella, Pella. 11 points, five assists, four rebounds. He had a couple bad turnovers, but his defense he was everywhere. Was as good as as you're going to see in this conference. Really. And I, and and I know Jalen Clark and all that, but I mean, Pella Larson's defense tonight on Hawkwise and really everybody he guarded was absolutely Phenomenal. What, uh, what did Hawkwas wind up with tonight? Berger? Again, five of eighteen shooting. I'm sorry. Was he the the player of the year? And Zoo and Zoo has five of seventeen shooting. The difference was Hawkwas went to the line three times and Zoo went to the line eleven times and made nine of them and also added fourteen rebounds. Um, you know, Umar thirteen and eight, much better this time than last time. Uh, you know, and. and Kylan Boswell, the damn step back threes, man. Like that's a that part of his game. That is such a signature move. I love it. As a freshman who is seventeen years old, uh, seven points, three assists, and even the guys like that didn't play well. I thought the intensity was being matched, and a lot of teams can't match UCLA's intensity. Like I thought Cedric Henderson, for the most part, matched the intensity. Kirk Creasa, I did not think played well. Didn't have an assist, but hit the big three. Had two threes, right? And and they were big. They were big threes. So, really, it's one of those wins where even if guys didn't necessarily show up offensively, the defense, the reboundings, the turnovers, all that, um, they they deserve credit. I mean, it takes a village, clearly. And if it's three points or, like, you know, the game the other night with Kerr where he got one with his left-handed free throw, like, it is true team basketball. It, you know, like, this is not just, like, one person shining. We have several people on this team who shine – but they can't do it without the assist. They can't do it without everyone just sharing the ball and being, you know, just unselfish. It's, it's really amazing. I'm just so proud of them. It's awesome. All right. Um, here's the elephant in the room. How does this impact seating, in your opinion? I have no idea. I mean, really. Oh, we have an idea. It's, it's, you know what? It's in the committee's hands. And, and here's my argument. And I. UCLA fans are going to say, well, we were injured, right? Arizona does not deserve the West because UCLA was injured. The issue with that is Jalen Clark isn't coming back. Adembona is expected to be back. We'll see. Supposedly he didn't move his arm at all tonight. So how do you make the case that you should be ahead of Arizona if your injury injuries aren't going away and you lost? Twice. And Arizona law beat UCLA twice this season. And when you look at, at a conference, UCLA's best wins are Kentucky and at Maryland, which is fine. Not, Great win. Right? At Maryland's a nice win. Arizona has the much better out-of-conference resume. And even my guy, Wilner, who I disagree with quite a bit, uh, said what I said, which is like, people be like, well, UCLA won the conference by four games. Does it matter? It is the full body of work. And if you take the fact head-to-head into play and you take the at-a-conference schedule and the fact that the metrics, the net, and all that crap is going to be relatively close, I think that there is a very real possibility that Arizona gets the two in the West and UCLA gets shipped out. Neither would surprise me if it's the opposite. I think Arizona is clearly locked into a two. I know Arizona fans want to go crazy and say they deserve a one. They don't. Uh, UCLA is out of the one, I'd assume, although it would be funny if Purdue got annihilated tomorrow on Sunday. Or but, Sunday. Um, you know, I, I, I think both teams are a two. 
And it's it's going to be interesting to see who gets the two in the West because I think that, you know, your case for UCLA is at the end of the day, they had less losses and no quote-unquote bad losses. Arizona doesn't have any bad losses, but they lost to Utah. They lost to Washington State. They avenged every single loss that they had, which I think is a value, and they beat UCLA two out of three. So I think Arizona's a two. I'm, I'm confident Arizona's a two. There's no way it's dropping to a three. Um, I, and, and location is, is going to be very, very interesting. And I wouldn't be surprised if on the selection show, the people in charge of it, the Bradley AD, I believe it is, um, is asked about it. And if Arizona gets the two in the West, I'm very excited for the Dave Hickey conspiracy theories, even though he's not allowed in the room. You know, it'd be also interesting that I was just thinking about this. Yeah. UCLA AD, rightfully so, Martin Jarman was furious um, at Arizona fans, and I guess he got a shouting. He was yelling at George Kliakoff. Um, wow. But wouldn't it be funny if UCLA said that they don't want to be in the same pot? I don't know if they can do it, if they don't want to be in the same pot as Arizona, which would be Sacramento. It, it won't happen. Both teams are going to be in Sacramento, but that's just me thinking. But we'll find out. Um, by the time I get to bed, it'll be like two hours. We'll find out. But we'll find out. It'll be fun. The team's going to watch it together with five-star forward Carter Bryant. Woohoo! So, Selection Sunday is literally one of my favorite days of the year. We're going to have a podcast of the region. We're going to have a podcast preview. I'm going on with Mike Luke. I'm going on someone else's podcast. I think I'm going to be on radio. I'm booking flights. It's a busy day. Yeah, but still, enjoying this moment. Yes. And we do have to shout out one more person, uh, our kid, Brielle. You know, just to complete the saga that we've taken everybody on, um, Brielle's team did beat the first team they played in the quarterfinals. And then, unfortunately, they just couldn't get the win in the semifinals against the Giants. So, great job, Seahawks. Thank you so much, Miranda Parks and Recreation, for a great flag football season. And we're going to do it again next year. Shout out to me for not getting in a fight when the... the <laughs> This father, I'm very calm during games. Like you can ask, yeah, I, he's I just never sit there. I'm not one of those parents at all. And this, uh, there was like illegal contact called at us and the kid was wearing a hat and our coach Lacey said, in, in order to avoid that, can you take your hat off? Like that's literally what he said. And the kid's dad just started screaming at our coach and our coach is the nicest dude, dude ever. So finally I kind of lost it. And I said, uh, if you're going to yell from across the field, I can't hear you. Why don't you come here and, and, and let's have a conversation. And then he got quiet. Got real quiet. Yeah. It was pretty awesome, actually. So kind of funny. That's how we roll. We're going to rep anyone everywhere who deserves it. And uh, we're just going to enjoy this win. Going to finish this White Claw. Thanks, everyone, for the funny gifs, especially the WWE ones. The best. Uh, shout out uh, Wildcat Authority for the... Um... The photoshopping. Oh my gosh! With hair. Oh my gosh! And also, I want to—I do want to say something serious. I love Wildcat Authority this time of year. It's so fun. I mean, I the community, you guys, the game threads are hilarious. The end of the world. I mean, I really am probably going to grab a drink and re-read the game threads because they're funny. But the fact that you guys are so passionate, uh, most people on the message board get along. The Arizona community. Being able to know that I'm going to run into people on the message boards or that I know that I haven't met before in person whenever we go next week to the tournament. Um, I really, truly am grateful for everyone that is a member. And if you're not a member, 
We're actually running a 50% off deal. But the grind don't stop, Shelby. Spring football press conference on Monday. Grind don't clock. Yay. Up, bear down. Bear Pac-12 down. champion fans. Woo! Shelby, I, I hope you're ready for the inevitable Arizona Grand Canyon first round matchup. Oh, it's going to be magical. I get so excited. I, I, I love how the committee says that they don't take storylines into account, which is just a crock of shit. I think a part of me thinks that Arizona could still maybe play Xavier just because yeah. of the Sean Miller thing. Yeah, they're going to drop Arizona to a four just to play Xavier. That's a five. Just watch. That'd be amazing. 